And so it is. And it has been nine incredible years of melding our energies together, of putting together this beautiful thing we call the Shoud, your consciousness, your awareness, melded with the consciousness and awareness of those of us who aren't on earth right now in physical body. Hi, Tobias, Adama St. Germain, Kutumi Lal Singh, beautiful energy of Kuan Yin, Hoama, and the list goes on and on and on. As we are working with each and every one of you who are teachers and inspirers of the new energy to become the standards, the examples, and the ones who carry the torch forth, not just for you, not just for your families, not even just for humanity, but for your spiritual families and all on the angelic realms. This is our first shout of the new and what will be my final series together with you. I have to take a deep breath with that one. The ground we have covered in these past nine years, the amount of information that is contained in this library of shouts on your internet site, well, not only there, you see, this is some of the most popular reading right now in the New Earth, in that library of the evolution of old Earth into its new being. Yes, there are many, many from the angelic realms who have never been to Earth and are studying the materials that we put together two months ago, two years ago, taking a look at the journey of humans, incredible, incredible creations. So take a deep breath as we launch the energy for Series 10. Series 10. Perhaps the series will continue after this. Perhaps they will change, take on a different form. The way your technology and your consciousness together are changing, who's to say what will happen a year from now? The way that you are transforming yourself and returning back to who you really are, who's to say? This will look like in one year, but I know for the next year of time, you are mine. <laughs> we'll have much more to cover, but you're going to see it's going to take a, a bit different turn and twist in this next series. Hmm. I have to take a deep breath with this one. It's been a few months since we've been together in a shout like this. I hear tell that um, you all took a month off, but hardly, hardly, doing a different kind of work, and we have been working with you more intensely. I am so delighted that there are those, Shambra, now who 
are getting over their doubt, their feelings of being timid and uh, self-concerned, and you're actually talking to us more. Still a little bit rough sometimes. You let that head get in your way. Sometimes you have trouble discerning your own voice from our voice. The advice I give you on that is to remember they are the same. Stop trying to separate them so, so distinctly. When you allow the voice of your spirit and your human to come in and allow us to, to ride in with that, that is the voice that you're going to hear. And it may not be in a language that you might understand in your mind. It might be the feelings, the visions, the knowingnesses. But you're letting yourself open up to that now. In this last two months of time, we've been going through some intense work. You know it. When you wake up in the morning, you know you have been doing something else. You haven't been sitting idle. It's interesting to note that in a scientific, uh, what you call a practical level, they still don't seem to understand that when you go to sleep at night, it's just not that you go off into some type of coma. You don't just go brain dead. You let the brain relax for a while, but you are going into incredible experiences. And whether you remember them or not, you are. Now, part of the key to this whole process that you're going in through now is the remembering. When you return back from your nightly journeys, when you return back from teaching or helping to create the energy to a new earth, now remembering what you were doing, that's going to open the pathways and the corridors to remembering so much about who you truly are. Remembering is about giving yourself permission before you go to sleep at night. Giving yourself permission when you first start awakening in the morning. It's like you've been out in the space shuttle, going into many different dimensions. And when you return back in to your physical reality in the morning, before you get that brain going, before you start thinking about the long lists of things that you didn't get done yesterday that you think you're going to get done today. Stop. Feel into your whole body, into every part of you, and allow yourself to remember what you've been doing during the night states. You've been going off to the new earth, many of you. Some of you have been intensely working with your own aspects trying to create that safe space within your reality here as a human, welcoming them back in. Some of you are doing tremendous work right now in the dream states, in the release of Gaia, as we've talked about this entity of Earth is slowly leaving. Oh, not because she's had it, not because she's upset, but it is time. It is the time right now for humans to take the responsibility for Earth, for themselves, for their spirits. Many of you have been working intensely with this whole transitioning of Gaia. Some of you, as you know, have been helping to inspire consciousness 
at the non-physical levels of potential or potentia at night. You know, there's scientists and medical researchers and musicians and just about every category of humans who are working right now on the, the new way, the new energy, the new face of humanity. They're trying to develop the technologies that are going to be in place five years and 25 years from now. New breakthroughs in things like cancer research, which are indeed right around the corner. Not, not a pill that temporarily halts it, but something that has the potential to cure it. Fuel energy. So much, so much going on. Activity going on in the world. Yes, some of it's being inspired by, by those who, um, how to say, are after the dollar. They see that fuel prices, oil prices are up, so they figure they can get in on the game by developing alternative energy sources. But there are those who have a deep conscious commitment to clean energy, relatively free energy, and an energy that is going to catapult Earth as a whole into its next era. You're out there as consciousness inspires. doesn't mean you have to develop the formula. That's almost a, a practical, a methodical thing. You have to have the inspiration. You have to have the vision. So many of you are going out at night, different parts of the world, bringing in the energy of new consciousness and new inspiration to those who are working under the microscope, in the laboratories, testing and researching things that would be outside of their normal realm of researching. Some of these uh, researchers and scientists have gotten very frustrated. They've been trying to work inside the box to invent and to create. The work you're doing at night is literally inspiring them to go outside of the norm for the new answers. Again, remember, you don't have to have the answer. The answer to the fuel and energy situation on Earth, it's in, it's in mass consciousness. It is in this potential of human mass consciousness. And when the inspiration is there, and when the heart desire is there, and the level of consciousness is appropriate, then it finds its way through one of these inventors or scientists. They're the ones who bring it down into the, into the practical, methodical methods, or it can be used on Earth. But it takes the ones who inspire consciousness to have that spark, to ignite the consciousness in humans. And that is what so many of you are doing right now. So let's take a deep breath with that one. <clears throat> In the last two months, we've been doing very intense work with you, more personal work than ever before, and not work about you anymore. You know, we've spent nine years going through your processing, going through your issues, 
going through your self-realization, helping you to remember that you're not just another human on another lifetime, on a long, long cycle of reincarnations. You're not just here by chance. You're not here to, how to say, try to fix something that's broken. You're here because you chose it. We spent so much of our time helping you to understand the issues that you have had within, which are core to all humans. Helping you to understand things about self-love, things about acceptance of yourself, helping you to understand how to feel energy, helping you to understand how to get out of this whole cycle and drama of the sexual energy virus, helping you to understand how to move beyond the time of the mind into the time of the divine intelligence. By going through these processes yourself and understanding the energetics, understanding some of the physics, and understanding how it impacts you in every different way. I will give you the tools, the knowledge and the wisdom to do the work that you're here to do. It's not about waiting till the year 2012 or 2033. You're here right now because it's happening right now. It is happening right now. You knew it before you came to Earth. At least you knew the potentials of what was going to happen in this lifetime. You knew that we were going to approach a point right around the millennium where a measurement of Earth and its human consciousness would be taken, whether Earth would go forth or not. That's why there was so much um, interest and so much drama around the end-of-time scenarios, because there was that potential. But you moved through it. Many of you went through some issues after the year 2000. You had prepared yourself for some type of end-time scenario, where you would be a transition worker, transition from physical body into the non-physical realms, helping others as they crossed over during a time of, uh, of great change on Earth, a revisit to the times of Atlantis and its end days. But it didn't happen, and in your heart you never truly wanted it to happen. Neither did the rest of the humans on Earth. The consciousness was about moving forward, moving into the new era, as we have done. Many of you had a certain feeling of emptiness in the years following 2000. Now what are you supposed to do? Earth kept on going, people kept on doing what they're going to do. Part of you said, well, maybe I don't need to be here. Maybe we passed that marker we passed the need, the rescue and emergency uh, uh, team wasn't needed, wasn't called in. 
Many of you went into a bit of a slump, wondering, what should I be doing? Should I even be here? Maybe I should go back. I'm, how many talks did I have with you when you had said, but Tobias, can't I be more help back with you and Adamas and Katumi on the other side? I see some Shambra are leaving. They're coming back. They're taking it easy with you in the cottage. We had some talks. And you know, as I've told you before, you're always welcome back here, as long as you don't try to move in with me. You're always welcome back. But we had our talks, and I asked you to stop for a moment. Three years ago, in particular, we hit a point with so many Shambra. I said, we're going to hit a point here where the consciousness of humanity is speeded up so much, no longer follows its old linear path, and it takes a quantum leap. So many of you said, yeah, 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 I've heard that before. <laughs> so many of you didn't understand what a quantum leap meant. I told you, look into your vision. Every one of you is a visionary. You could say in a way you have a crystal ball within you. You can look in that crystal ball and see potentials. Some, that's why some of you get confused. You expect to see just one thing, but you won't. You'll see potentials. And I asked you to look into this internal crystal that looks into the potentials of the future and asked, what did you see? You said back to me, I see changes, grand changes on earth, exciting changes. I see releases. I see people actually truly beginning to accept themselves. I see countries beginning to accept other countries. I see humans beginning to accept this planet that they live on. I see grand, grand changes, is what most of you told me. But you also said that you could see through these changes that there was a certain amount of chaos, reorganization and restructuring. You could see, looking into your own crystal ball, that there were humans that were in fear, great fear. There are humans that were crying out, that were spiritually lost. There were humans that, that needed the compassion of another human, not of an angel, not of some disincarnate being, but of another human. You also saw through this grand vision that there would be those who were lost and confused wanting to know what was going to happen next. You saw that there were some groups that were going to go extreme during this time of change, and some who were going to take advantage, or try to take advantage, of the changes. They were going to go in and, with their personal greed, their personal need for power, try to take advantage during the upcoming changes. After we had our talks in your dream state, I said to you, 
I'm talking to all of you here, by the way. You've all gone through this, maybe slightly different versions, but the same thing. I said to you, now you've looked into your own crystal ball. You've seen the potentials of the future on earth. You've seen the grandest changes ever, the biggest changes on earth. Now what? What do you want to do? As when you said, I want to stay here. I want to be witness to the changes. I want to be part of the changes. And I want to be there to inspire, to teach, and to experience. So, it's happening right now. Not, not in another three to five years. It's happening right now, before your very eyes. The world is changing. New energy is coming in. Old energy is transforming or leaving. Humans are going through their crises, but they're also going through their releases. Everything that you have been through in these past 10 or 20 or 30 years of time has been about preparing yourself. What you have gone through in the crises in your own life and the new realizations in your life are now things the rest of the world will go through. The times of feeling angry or depressed or free and open the times of wondering if you can possibly, what you call, hang on during the times of the greatest changes of your life are now what the rest of the world is going through. And there's nobody better positioned on the face of this earth than you. You know what it's like to be in fear. You know what it's like to lose so many things in your life. You know what it's like to have your body get very, very sick on you, and for the doctors not to understand what's wrong, but come to discover it was part of your own cleansing process. You know what it's like to go through going beyond your mind, trying to you have all this struggling going on in the mind, but then one day to break free of that struggle. There is nobody better prepared than you. Let's take a deep breath. It's happening right now. Now, we have our talks. Certainly we have these monthly gatherings on your earth, but we also have plenty of gatherings on our side. In the Chamber Service Center, in the cottage, sometimes just impromptu in a little temporary dimension that we create. Some of you are having some old fears come up, returning back to you. The Atlantean fears, end of the world, fearing that there is this dark cloud moving in, fearing that there are dark or evil or negative sinister energies moving in, fearing that you can't trust anyone these days. You look at the politics, new potential for war, 
the economy, the environment, the list goes on and on. And some of you wonder how you're going to make it through another day. You can't even possibly look at any more news because it's all bad news. But stop for a moment. It's happening right now. The old systems are being challenged. The old ways are moving out. Look at what you're seeing in the world. Whether it's a, a corporation or a government or individual leader or any of the, these things that have are stubbornly holding on to old energy and power. And power. It's a very important one. Any of them that are trying to move backwards in time are not going to last. Or they're going to scream. They're going to kick. They're going to threaten. They're going to threaten very, very much. But they aren't going to last in their old ways as the rest of Earth moves into new energy. And it is. Those who are trying to take advantage of the situation right now, those who are, well, let's use the example of oil speculators, housing and mortgage speculators, debt speculators, all these, these type of cockroaches that would be feeding on the changes, they are not going to do well. Because the new energy and the new consciousness doesn't allow for it. The new energy does not like or does not use power. So power cannot enter into that form of consciousness. If it is a spiritual leader trying to grab power, it will backfire. Religious leaders trying to use their power will backfire, and down the line, and down the line it will go. The new energy in this new era is not about power. It's about consciousness and acceptance and freedom. When there's power, there is no freedom, by the way. You cannot have both. <coughs> Leaders have found this out. Countries have discovered it. The rest of the world is still somewhat oblivious to it, but you cannot, you cannot have that power. So let's get on with our discussion of the day. I tend to get a little long-winded and probably get worse the rest of this year because uh, <laughs> so little time, so few shouts to do. Actually, it was Calder who pulled me back and said, now, Tobias, do we have specific things to talk about today? Let's talk about first trying to decide whether to share the name of the new series or bring in our guest today. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go back for just a moment, Calder, right here. I want to emphasize this point. When you have power, or you try to have power, and power means um, a force. Power means a, an intensification of the energy of duality. And usually it is at someone's expense, usually. But if you are trying for power, you cannot have true freedom. You can have a temporary illusion of freedom. Because you think, I have all the power in the world, therefore I can do anything I want. I have all the power of money, all the power of control, therefore I must have freedom. But it is actually a prison. It is the antithesis of freedom. And the new energy is truly about freedom. Freedom of consciousness. Consciousness has been pretty much locked in, closed in. 
And now it is seeking its freedom. It's seeking its resolution. Power is not a place for it. It will not accept it. You're going to see this over and over again in the world, particularly in the next couple of years, as some of these ones who try to gather power or go back into the past. There's no freedom in the past. Absolutely not. I can't even understand from a, even your human brain standpoint why you think there would be freedom in the past. The past is done and over with. To try to go back doesn't work. So, let us, um, let us bring in our guests. Let us start with that today. <laughs> what a great place to start. Take a deep breath, and it should be obvious to so many of you. I'll give you a clue. Our dear MacMaster will appreciate this. 8808. The guests today are the energy of the Olympians. Energy of the Olympians. Now, this is significant. Not just because it's an event that's happening this month. Not just because it begins... On the eighth month, the eighth day of the eighth year, not just because of that, but because never have there been so many technologies, never will there be so many people tuning in, both through your televisions, your papers, your internet, and your discussions. All of the energy is going to be focused in this place of Beijing and the Olympics. There will be competitors from all over the world who come there. You're going to see a different type of balance this time than the ones who get the gold and the silver and the medal. You're going to see a very interesting example of how the energy on earth is changing right now. It's redistributing. It's not being held in power centers anymore. It's redistributing. And it's a very simple but a very beautiful example of what's happening on earth right now. A redistribution. A new freedom. And a letting go of power. So all of the energies all over the world from some of the smallest most um, what you, impoverished countries and its peoples, some of the largest, the wealthiest, and the most powerful. We, are, we have been gauging this closely. Well, none of this is by coincidence. We're engaging it closely, watching how all of the energy is beginning to focus on the land, the largest populated land on earth, the one that has been the most closed down, perhaps least accepting of outside ways. How it is now opening up. The dragon is awakening. But as the dragon awakens, it's not fire that comes from its breath. It is a whole new awareness, a whole new understanding. Oh, it's going to take a few years, of course. I know some of you are yelling free Tibet at me right now. But um, I want you to stand behind the short wall on that one also. What is really happening there? What is really happening? Who is really trying to hold on to what? 
very, very important to take a look at. It's all the energies, 8808, starting to focus on China, on the Olympians. These aren't warriors. These are, these are athletes. We don't have to throw bombs anymore. The earth is beginning to understand that it's a very small place. You're all sharing the same planet together. You're all sharing the same concerns. This tremendous focus on, on the land of the dragon is going to rock things, change things. And I mean rock in two ways. It, it will rock, as some of you say, and it will rock, as I say. It's going to create a very significant change in consciousness on a global scale this month. It will begin in the land of China, but it will spread all over the world. You see, less than a year ago, we went through our, our event together called the Quantum Leap. It was a very quiet few days, in a way, worldwide. Some of you were looking over your shoulder, expecting the aliens to land or the Earth to break apart. It was a very quiet day, and we said to you back then, it will be just another day, but it will be a beginning. Now you're seeing it manifest. In this month of August, there will be a tremendous shift of consciousness. And I don't want to pin it down to one day. It could be during, but most likely shortly after the Olympics. There is going to be an infusion of global energy and focus in a country and a, and a culture that held some of the oldest energy and was the most reluctant to move forward. And now it's going to shift. <clears throat> I'm going to say that you're going to, um, on Earth, you're going to experience some, oh, particularly some earthquakes of rather uh, significant level. I'm not just talking about the little rumblings, but with a consciousness shift of this magnitude, it affects a variety of things, including the electromagnetics. For those of you who may have too much time in your hand and track the magnetic movement of the North Pole, <laughs> you may want to see some of the changes, the erratic changes this month. Changes the gravitational, um, not the force, but there is a gravitational factor. A consciousness shift of this magnitude is going to change that as well. It's going to change the kind of lining, or what do you say, as a, um, a lining of potentials that are close to the earth reality but not quite in. It's like, it's like a balloon that's holding these potentials right outside of the grasp of human reach. And this month it's going to burst some of those linings so that potential can come flowing down to earth. Now please don't, any of you, please, 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 do not go out and try to open portals, this month in particular. If you really have the urge, do it in another month. This month, don't mess with it. Portals open naturally in response to human consciousness, and it's... Calder is stopping us here, but, but we're going to go on anyway. It's <laughs> ego... <laughs> it is egotistical to think you're going to go out and change a portal. And why would you... To open a portal, why would you want to power on something or beg on something that is going to open naturally in response to human consciousness. 
Why would you want to open a door before it's ready to be opened? Why would you want to try to force anything? They open naturally in response to consciousness. This month there's going to be a lot of shifts in the interdimensional corridors that connect Earth into the other realms and vice versa. There's going to be um, some interesting um, activities in the skies at night in some of the different parts of the world because of these portals or types of earth vortexes that are closing and opening and closing and opening in what would seem to be kind of an erratic pattern. But it's an incredible month to be living as a human on earth, especially like you, with an awareness of what's really going on. It will bring changes, grand changes, to the country of China. China will be have a hangover after the party, <laughs> you see, because it's opened up so quickly and there's such an infusion of global energy, people from all around the world descending into China like never before. Not only that, but every time someone tunes into their television and watches, or the internet and watches peoples from around the country competing, sees images of China, it's no longer behind the door, no longer closed down, no longer isolated. This will cause a huge shift in consciousness. Afterwards, as I said, China will be drunk. People will leave. The attention will go away. They'll take a deep breath and say, now what? Now what? Can we go back to the old ways? Can we restrict people from the Internet? Can we have this type of old Atlantean philosophy of communal living that really doesn't work, but we don't want to accept it? Can we open ourselves to freedom? I'm not saying, don't misunderstand me, and I did not say democracy, I said true freedom. Freedom in enterprise, freedom in spirit. One of the things that's going to emerge out of China after this, uh, it's already been emerging, but it's uh, on different levels, and that's why I say don't mess with the portals, because spirituality has been emerging in China, particularly in the last nine years of time. It hasn't come in yet. It's hovering. It's, it's, it's in, out in the wings. It's waiting to come in. China, by its very nature, is a highly spiritual but not a religious culture. It has its roots going long, long, long ago. Its roots in spiritual families, its roots in Atlantis and in Lemuria. But it has been cleared out. Well, you should understand. You've gone through it also. You went through, I don't believe in anything. <laughs> you went through your rejection. You went through your focus in pure reality. If you can't see it, it doesn't exist. That allows a transformation in the other realms, and that is what's been happening with China. As these corridors reopen and as new potentials come flooding, underline the word there also, it'll be an interesting one this month, come flooding back in. 
it will bring about an intense new interest in spirituality, and this will cause a conflict between the old and the new. The old will run in fear of spirituality. There's an old, old, um, long story, Chinese story, about spirituality. It's what created the dragon in the first place. The dragon was supposed to basically be the guardian or the guard of the divine energy. But when the energy was abused and misused by many, many from that culture, the dragon turned into what is now known as a fire-breathing demon. This caused a shutdown, a barrier in the true spiritual nature of this land. But the dragon is changing. From its mouth will not come fire, but from its heart will come acceptance. It's a wonderful change, an incredible change, and it won't necessarily come easy. There are those who will resist it and fight it. And as St. Germain has talked about, there is a potential for an internal civil war. I guess civil wars are internal. <laughs> there is that potential, and as St. Germain also said, if in these next three to five years, other countries don't get involved. Let them handle it. Don't interfere. Those who are opportunists taking advantage of weaknesses and strife and conflict, a warning to you, do not get involved. Do not think this will be a way to make an easy dollar. For you will get a very entangled and a very beautiful but very difficult energy. So, Shambra, it's happening right now before your very eyes, all across the globe. And it's happening this month with all of the focus that's taking place on China. As you see these events happening, I want you all to get now into this habit of standing back. What's the big picture? What's the big picture going on with the economy? It's easy to get into the drama. Sometimes I'm amazed after all we've talked about, you still get caught in the drama. Part of you still loves it. Part of you gets back into the drama cycle, and for a moment you feel so, so righteous and so alive when you're filled with drama. But then you crash. You go into the pits. You call on us, Mo, Tobias, St. Germain. Now, most of you don't call in St. Germain when you're in the pits, but <laughs> you call in some of the rest of us. You do. You, you call in St. Germain when you're doing fine, everything in your life is good. St. Germain, you're my friend. Come in. Yeah, we can be tough. When you're down in the pits, who do you call? <laughs> Tobias. Quan Yan. Some of you still call Jesus. Not that that's wrong, but poor Jesus, don't you think he's had enough on his shoulders? I mean, a poor man. I mean, he was only here for 33 years, and you still call on him. We'll get over that. Jeez. I'm going to tell you some stories about Jesus in Kauai when we go there. Personal experiences with Jesus. 
you have to lock the doors, make sure, you know, some outsiders don't come in. So we're going to see tremendous shifts this month. The focus is none of this is coincidence that the Olympics are taking place. There are more people in the world than ever before will be aware during this short time, and that will cause changes. Changes are going to continue in your financial markets. Don't panic. The world's not falling to an end. Don't put money under a, in a mattress, unless you like sleeping on it, but that's not good energy to sleep on. The world is going through all of its incredible transformations right now, and you're right in the midst of it. Oh, for those of you, well, it's global really, but those of you in the United States, you're looking at one of the most fascinating election processes ever. I'll share a little bit of a – I have to double-check on this if we're – now you have some interesting candidates. <laughs> you have some interesting issues going on. You have a lot of fear, actually. Some of it's very, very beneath the surface. Oh, some of these deep fears about uh, what the Antichrist, uh, deep fears about uh, global conspiracies and all the rest of these things. You know who? <laughs> Calder is double-checking his information, but you know who Barack Obama used to be on a previous incarnation? I'm going to ask you. I'll give you a few clues here. 16th President of the United States, came from Illinois, was a congressman, fought for one of the greatest uh, causes, not just in America but on earth. Put the picture of Abraham Lincoln next to Barack Obama. Look, it's right there. Just paint a little beard on Barack, change the skin color of Lincoln. You got it. That's it. Abraham Lincoln comes back as Barack Obama to help take not only this country but the world to a new level. Can you imagine the difficulties and challenges that Abraham Lincoln had during his time? The ones who fought him, the ones who threatened him. Oh yes, the scenarios are still somewhat similar. The potential for assassination. But it doesn't have to be that way, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't have to end in that drama or crisis. You see, you see, that's where the drama and the fear come in. It doesn't have to be that way. This entity comes back. And it's not just about Barack or, or Abraham. It's about consciousness. This entity comes back in, but surrounded by visionaries, surrounded by those who are consciousness workers, bringing back the energy to Earth right now. But this time not for a civil war in the United States, this time for a global adjustment, a new vision. And there will be those who get angry. They're going to accuse Barack. They're going to accuse him of conspiring with other countries, of selling out America, of not being patriotic, of being the Antichrist and being a Muslim, <laughs> and everything else. But this one comes back to bring unity, 
to bring balance. Oh, this one, by the way, very, very spiritual. (laughs) Abraham Barak could walk into the room right now, into this room, and sit here and understand and feel comfortable with everything we're talking about. Because there's that quality of Shambra with him as well. Now, I'm not endorsing any candidates. I... I don't. Is, is there another candidate? Who? But this is no coincidence as well. One candidate that that has the consciousness support in the network. Oh, some uh, some talk about his lack of experience, but he brings a network, a network of consciousness workers. The other candidate, well, it's so obvious sometimes. Old energy, literally, and and figuratively. Nice guy, but the dynamics aren't there. Don't you think that this was arranged in advance to have one candidate surrounded by the energy and love, and the new energy and the new love, and the other candidate playing that role of not being very dynamic or exciting, allowing the focus to be over here? Don't you think that it's something that your vision helped to create? Wow is right. Wow is incredible. It's not happening in 2012. Don't wait or you're going to miss the party. It's happening right now. Don't get into fear. Don't get into this imbalance. It's an amazing thing. And yes, there will be shifts and changes and all the rest of that. Don't get caught in the drama. Remember why you're here. Our new series. Our new series. I get a little emotional here. And uh, I've told Caldra uh, earlier in the day, this year I'm not going to hold back much. <laughs> there are things that I would like to share and like to say, and we've all come this far. I'm coming back to join you soon. We'll just put it out. We'll just go through it. Those of you who have made it this far, you are the ones who, um, how to say, you can endure just about anything. So we'll go for it. I'd like to title this, um, title I created myself, the returning series. The returning. I am, am returning. In these last several months, in my spare time, spent so much time in this energy of Sam, feeling again what it's like to be human, coming alive in the physical body. I am returning to Earth. It's a choice. It's a desire. I'm not doing it to save the world. I'm doing it because I can. I'm not doing it because I have some grand and mighty role to play. I'm doing it because I love it. I want to walk the earth again. I want to be with you. I want to know what it's like to return back into the physical form. That's not all that's returning. You're returning. You're returning back to who you really are. Your divinity is 
coming out of its sleep. It's coming out of its safe place. And another realm. It's returning back to you in this lifetime. It's not what you think. It's not some grand almighty angel. It's not a bolt of lightning. It is so simple, so pure, and so subtle. It doesn't come in and suddenly make your life easy. It doesn't give you a million dollars. It doesn't make you better looking. It doesn't take the wrinkles off your face. Sorry. I know. It might help your knee, but a doctor would probably do better. The divinity comes back in to join you, to return to you, just to love you. Could you ask for anything else just to love you? Your divinity returns in this most precious and this most changing of times to share the experience of being on earth. Because, you know, dear ones, this may be your last lifetime on earth. Maybe one or two more you might sneak in on me. But it might be your last. And your divinity wants the experience. Not secondhand, not through your incarnations, not through your aspects. It wants to return to be with you. Share this lifetime. It doesn't need to be isolated anymore. It doesn't need to be protected. It's returning, returning back to wholeness. I call this a returning series because the parts and pieces, the creations of your very soul are returning as well. I call them your aspects, past life here and a past life there, a wounded, sad, broken aspect what we call the gray aspects. They're returning. That's why so many of you have had very vivid experiences. felt like you're definitely not alone because these aspects are coming back. <coughs> Your dark aspects, the ones more than any that want to come back but haven't felt safe or loved, they're coming back. Everything is returning, you see. Everything returning. And when it does, it doesn't go back to the old ways. As these energies return and come back to you, everything evolves, it spirals into the true new energy, no longer comprised of parts and pieces, no longer the total of the sum of the parts, but grander than all. No longer defined in duality terms like the masculine-feminine aspect or the light and dark aspect, but going beyond the need to have to segment or separate. You are that you are. Everything is returning, coming back to you. You have such an incredible and beautiful, well, you, I guess you would use the word responsibility, but it's not. It's an experience. It's an opportunity to be the one that everything returns to, your aspects, your divine, 
your fullness. You're going to find that this year also your remembrance returns. Not necessarily the facts and figures and people's names and those types of things. That's actually going away. But you're going to start remembering why you came here, who you really are. There's a certain, oh, how to say, a certain school of thought on, on this side and on your side not to remember up to a point, not to remember who you are, not to remember your past. See, if you remembered all your past lifetimes at once, you would jump off a tall building. <laughs> very, very difficult because you're overwhelmed with so many experiences. Difficult to handle. But now, in this new energy, they can return and they don't have to carry with them their wounded, broken, or dark energies. They can return in a new way. I call this the returning series because the energies on earth are also returning. Energy of the divine into earth itself is returning as Gaia leaves. The divine of earth and of each one of you and your role with the earth is returning. The consciousness, the divine consciousness of humanity in general is returning. The remembrance at the core consciousness of earth of why earth was created in the first place is returning. The angelic families waking up, returning back also to a movement of energy that has not existed in eons and eons of time. Everything is returning right now. It will be different than before. Because when things return back to home or back to the now, when they come back in welcome and safe, they bring back with them not the scars and the wounds, but they bring back the wisdom and the acceptance. So therefore, I christen this series The Returning. A couple of quick points. I have to chuckle here because I remember back when we first started gathering like this, how difficult it was to move the energy. There was so much resistance and there was so, so difficult. And now we can flow this energy so very, very quickly. Truly you're becoming masters of, of energy. I want to go through a quick checklist with each one of you. Your checklist. It's happening right now. Greatest changes ever on earth. Not the end of times, but the beginning of times. Changes are difficult. So I want to go through a checklist with each one of you. I asked you, have you considered this lately? So let's run through it. First of all, physical. Are you nurturing your body on a regular basis? Your body is receiving the, I would say, the lowest um, wavelength, the lowest level consciousness energies. And it's feeling it. You're feeling it in your bones, your skin. You're feeling it in your digestive system. Many of you have had um, things physical appear in this last few months of time. And you're wondering what that's all about. 
because the physical is absorbing the energies of change of the world around you. It's not about you. It's not yours. But the body takes it in. It stores it until you, as the master of your own temple, say, I don't need that anymore. You can release it through breathing. You can release it through light, non-abusive exercise. And I underline that because in the past some of you had to abuse yourself during this uh, physical exercise time, and it's not what your body is asking for. Light exercise, good, healthy energy movement and flow that gets you breathing. Drinking liquids, especially important right now for your body, it helps to flush out so many of those energies. In a way, you're like a you're like a magnet. You you pull, you bring in these energies, and then they go resident in your body. But they don't need to be. So the breathing and nurturing of your body. What is nurturing? Getting a massage. It's good. It's not just about the massage. It's about doing something for yourself. Eating what you truly like. One of the biggest causes of your problem or your body aching and having pains is because you get into these um, odd diet things and you don't really like them. Your body doesn't like them. Why are you doing it? Give your body something it likes. Stop worrying about overindulging or any other of those strange things that you had before. Your body knows how to clear itself if you let it. So nurture your body. Feed it something that you like and that it likes. Being in the water with your body, in a bath is, or ocean or a lake, a body of water, particularly if you can add the salt or if the salt is already there, a natural salt helps to detoxify. These are not your toxins, so don't own them. Don't keep them. Don't feed them. <laughs> You're just picking them up from the world around you and it's going to intensify because of all the changes on earth. So make sure in your checklist, are you nurturing your physical body? Stop disliking it. Stop wishing that it would be look like something else. Nurture it. Accept it for exactly what it is. You know, some of you are going to go have that food that you've been wanting for a long time. You're going to run out tonight. Tobias gave me permission. Absolutely. Your body knows how to handle queso and chips. <laughs> I caught one of you. <laughs> it knows how to handle hot fudge sundae. It truly does. And it will tell you when it's had enough. You buy into all of this medical stuff. And you know, I have to say, I'll be a little bit candid here. I would say, I'm looking for a number from St. Germain. He loves numbers. I would say 83% of everything that is told to you about the body, you know, from cholesterol and plaque and heart and fat and all the rest of these things is designed to sell you a product. Is there ever a product not attached to it? Even if the product is just joining some organization or buying into a lifestyle, it's your body. It knows how to handle that mud pie you were thinking about. <laughs> it knows how to handle whatever. Nurture your body. You're going to need it. Absolutely, you're going to need it. And I'm going to 
jump to the next subject in your checklist because it's very closely related. Abundance. You are going to need abundance in these next few years. You're going to need it. You're going to want it. It's going to get tough out there at times. It's going to be a world of change. The abundance is going to be like a feather pillow for you. Why sleep with your head upon a rock when you can have it on a feather pillow? If you still have issues with vows from past lifetimes, if you still resent anybody who has money and you don't, get over it starting now. Uh, we're done talking about it. We're done. Saint Germain obviously has come in. <laughs> He's saying I'm being rather wimpish with you uh, about it. Shambra, accept abundance in your life in every way. Money, friends, resources, tools, psychic abilities, health, love, everything. You're going to need it. It's going to be difficult at times out there. Uh, there's going to be humans that are, that are going crazy, that are doing wild and berserk things. There's going to be fear energy sliming around like a snake along the ground, and it's going to be trying to attract and entice you. Don't buy into it. It's not yours. The abundance is going to help balance things. Nothing else. Not about getting rich. I could state anything for your checklist. It's all about balance. You're out of balance, many of you, with abundance. You say, but I don't know how to create abundance. Well then you don't. How about saying, I accept abundance, period, let it go, don't think about it again. But mean it when you say it. Stop worrying about the literal things. The abundance will come to you in the strangest, oddest, and best ways. If you try to plot it and plan it and go through all that, those gyrations, you're going to, you're going to miss out. Abundance can be part of your life. Just accept it. Period. Don't put in any if, ands, buts, or I don't know how to do's, or anything like that. You're going to need it. Let's go to the next point in the checklist. Mental balance. Big one. Mental balance. Where is some of the lower uh, vibrational energies of change are going to affect your body? There are some very highly tuned energies of change and consciousness that are affecting your mind. Your mind has an interesting old energy way of accepting it and of challenging you. You're picking up on energies in China right now, energies in India, energies in places around the world that are filled with hunger and poverty. You're picking up on them like a radio would pick up on radio waves coming around. But you do a funny thing. You take it as your own. You put your own brand or your own imprint on it. And you play with it in your mind. There's something that was designed in the mind a long time ago, programmed in to do that. But let it go now. Let it go. You're going to get a constant bombarding of outside energies. And the mind is going to pick up on some of them. The body picks up on others. Let them go. Let them pass right through. It is almost a selfish, self-centered game that humans play and that Shambra plays and pretends that the energy is yours, pretends that you have to do something with it. 
You take it in and you drive yourself crazy. In your mind, let go of it. Oh, you feel guilty sometimes about letting go. You think you should be more responsible and battle these energies. Don't. You're just feeling what's going on in the world around you. You're here to do some very specific work and by your choice, and it's happening right now. If you get caught up in the mental dilemma and imbalance, it's going to make it very, very difficult. So what do you do? Take a deep breath. The only things that belong to you are what you choose. If you feel this constant um, dialogue, constant chatter, constant imbalance, ask yourself, why am I hanging on to that? Some of you have had issues with depression. They're not yours. Part of you loves playing with it. It gives you, um, gives you a toy. Go out and buy something, uh, one of those things you squeeze in your hands instead. It's one of those nervous energy balls. Buy David McMaster's new game that he's going to be developing to keep yourself occupied. Sometimes you bring this stuff into your mind just to keep yourself busy. You play uh, like an emotional and a mental type of uh, crossword puzzles, but these are very complex. They're not yours. Your mind likes to do mental things. Mental things could be building something, working on the computer, reading a book, these type of things. Allow it to do it once in a while, but don't use your mind as a place anymore of dumping the energies of feelings and emotions and changes. Clear your mind of that. Hmm. Let's go along the checklist even more here. There is going to be a factor here, a time warp factor that you're going to be going through. Don't let it throw you off. I don't want to get into the long physics of it, and neither do you want me to. But you looked at time as linear. It's not. It has the illusion of being linear. But this illusion is changing quite a bit right now. And you're going to feel at times, no pun intended, that things are going crazy from a time perspective. You use time to ground yourself in this reality. But because it's changing, you're going to feel very ungrounded. You use time as your anchor. So I'm going to ask you in your checklist to go, let go of that anchor. Your anchor doesn't need to be time, and if you try to hang on to it, it will, it will be very, very difficult. You're going to feel uncomfortable all the time. No pun. Um, the anchor, and perhaps not even a good word, but the foundation, is the now moment. The now moment is irregardless of any time, any clock, any watch, anything else. You can replace time with now. That will make things tremendously, tremendously more balanced for you. Next on the checklist, creativity. Creativity is so very important, and some of you cringe when I say that because you don't think you're creative. Let that go. It is important for a creator to be creative. It's a natural state. It's very important right now for you to do something creative, whatever that is. 
It doesn't mean you have to write a bestseller book or produce a YouTube video or anything like that. What's creative for you? When you allow yourself a creative endeavor, it gets a different type of energy going within you. It keeps the mind in balance, you see, because when you're not actively uh, being creative, that's when the mind tends to get imbalanced. Do creative things. Build something. Write something. Paint something. Sing something. Do whatever it is. But it's very, very important right now in your checklist to have regular creative endeavors. Do them for yourself, not for other people, but for you. Create something that moves uh, and expands a very important energy right now. I'll put out one creative challenge to, uh, to the Chambre with a, with a musical inclination. <laughs> I would love to see I would love I'm talking with Calder here, and uh, of course, he doesn't like it when I talk to him like this, but uh, I'd love to see Chambre, somebody or somebody's write the returning song. The returning song. A beautiful song about returning to yourself, about returning home. It would be a Chambre song. I, I would love to have, uh, have Chambre from all around the world submit their returning songs and to play it on my last day, July 19th. Yes, have Chambre collectively select the one. I'd love to have it played. So be creative. Do something. Next on the checklist is, this is a bit of a, a paradox. There are some of you who busy yourself and distract yourself by working too hard. You work and work and work and work, and it's just an excuse for running from who you are. There's a time for work, and there's a time to live. There is a time for doing these mundane human things, that you, that you have. There's a time for just living. Now, the true master combines both. It's no longer work. It's no longer distraction. But it's a constant triumphant discovery, no matter what you're doing. I've seen so many of you burying yourself in work. You're just distracting. You're just running. You, um, how do I say, you beat on your chest. You tell everybody about how hard you work. You don't fool me or St. Germain. We know what you're doing. You become righteous about it. Uh, now, take time for you. Take time, set aside time for play. Do something you haven't done, you've been wanting to do. Just do it and stop using work as an excuse to avoid living. The other half of you, quite the opposite, you're lazy. <laughs> That's why I said this is a paradox. You're sitting in your lazy boys, uh, for, for those um, outside of uh, North America. That's that ugly, comfortable, reclining chair. You're sitting in your lazy boys, and you're frustrated with yourself. You get so very lazy. You think about doing things, but you just can't get out of that easy chair. When you do that, you get into your, into your mind, you get very philosophical, and you tend to be critical of other people, because by shooting out criticism at them, at their accomplishments, it justifies you sitting 
in a big fat chair and not doing anything. So you shoot your emotional bullets at them, but what you're really doing is you're afraid to do it yourself. Get out there and do something. Get out of that chair or we're going to have to help break down that chair. We'll unloosen the screws and do a few other things. This is the time. It's not five years from now. Now is the time. It's happening right now. And you're not going to be able to appreciate it from the big ugly chair. Do something. Stop complaining about things. Stop criticizing others. Get out there and do something. That gets the energies moving. That gets you out of your mind. That gets you living once again. Next on the checklist, big picture. Always, always right now. Always stand back. Look at the big picture. Take the big picture behind the short wall. What is happening? Take a deep breath and look at the big picture. What is happening? It's often easy to get caught in minutiae and details and fears. What's happening in the world right now? What's happening with energy? It's so easy. You, you get in the head and you make it complex, but what's happening? It's literal. You're moving out of old energy, fossil fuel, and you're moving into new. What's happening in politics? The big picture. The world is changing. It's no longer isolation. It's no longer about a few countries dominating the power. It's about letting the power go. It's about creating heaven on earth. But getting there sometimes feels like hell. <laughs> Always look at the big picture, particularly when you feel drama strike, when it comes in and grabs you, when you wonder what is happening with the world as it falling apart. Big picture time. And I'm going to encourage Shambra through your technology to share the big picture with each other. Get on the internet. Uh, uh, with your forums and all these other tools that you have at your disposal. Share your vision of the big picture, why something is happening. Always keep it simple. Always keep it without agenda. Always keep it without blame. It's an incredible time to be living on Earth. It's an incredible time to be here by choice. Many humans that aren't necessarily here by conscious choice. They found themselves back here. They found themselves suddenly back in physical body. That's not your case. You chose to be here. You raised your hand. You stepped forward. You said, I want to be here on Earth at this time of change. I want to inspire consciousness. Next on the checklist and last for, for right now. Are you being a teacher? Doesn't mean standing in front of a class. Doesn't mean having to write a book. Certainly doesn't mean evangelizing. But are you a standard and an example to other humans? It's the one thing you said that you wanted to do above all, to come back to Earth at this time of change, to be an example, a standard. You can do it every moment of every day. 
by being in your body, by living your truth, by loving yourself. That is a teacher. Whether they call you up on stage to talk, whether you create a blog on the internet, whether you just carry that standard energy with you when you go to the store, when you're dealing with your families, this is why you came here. Not to get caught in drama, not to waste a lifetime, not to get stuck in your head. You came here as teachers, inspirers, and now is the time. It's not five years or four years or three years from now. It's happening right now. You're really going to see the examples this next month, and so it is.